Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I am Niall Spain. And uh, we're fuck buddies. Ooh. Literally what we were afraid of. Yeah, mine didn't fall. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, guys? Welcome back. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Ah, your boys are back in the closet. We got a beer in hand and uh, we're ready to rain advice just all over your body. <laughs> Before we get started, I would like to uh, just say something. Real quick. Uh, in our first episode, we had a disclaimer saying that we weren't perfect and we were going to make mistakes, especially with things that we say. I thought Niall was going to be the first one to apologize for this, but uh, I'm definitely going to do it. Um, last episode, I said that Ludacris opened <laughs> Dirty by Christina Aguilera, and that was not correct. You monster. It was Red Man. Get the fuck out. Uh, so i just like to say uh, a big apology to Luda and I- Red Man for confusing them. Also, uh... Luda's not returning my tweets, so if Christina Aguilera could, just let him know that I'm really sorry. Come on, ex Tina, help help a boy out. Yeah, she's a big like fan. Like helped you out of that bottle. <laughs> but yeah, uh, welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for the response we've gotten over the last two episodes, uh, the questions we've been sent, the tallies. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Everything. Uh, but seriously, guys, you guys have been awesome. We've gotten so many questions uh, and so many nice things said to us, so thank you very much. Are we just going to jump into it? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, This one comes from Alex off of Facebook, and she says, What is the best way for a girl to make friends with guys and not get hit on by them? I get that male feelings matter too, and friends have the right to be attracted to their friends, but absent of clear indicators from a female friend that she wants to get down, is there any way to make friends with men and not have them have to deal with the awkwardness of first or many times turning them down? Yeah, it's a great question. I think it's uh, I think it's shitty that a lot of people deal with this. Like one of my exes, she would constantly be trying to make new friends, and every single person she made friends with would just be like, "Yo, we gonna fuck," and then you know she'd say no, they get upset, she'd be back to square one, and it like was a constant kind of like source of like upset for her that she just never kind of I guess could make this connection with guys when they weren't just you know thinking it was gonna be something else yeah i had a had a friend of mine who had broken up with her boyfriend or her boyfriend had dumped her and then like a couple days later one of his friends was like so we're gonna fuck and she was like "Mm, no and he was like well then i don't think we can be friends (laughs) what it's like well all right then like literally ruining like every sort of trust in every aspect of that relationship it's like you're just gonna fuck your friend's ex-girlfriend and to your friend just got dumped, and now you're like, fuck me or we ain't friends anymore. Yeah, like, friend blackmail. That's the best way to be friends. Yeah, that's the best way to get laid, apparently. Yeah, well, the good thing is, that guy did her a favor, because he's a piece of shit. Now she knows, so. Yup. Fuck um, you, random guy. So, yeah, this question is super important. Yeah, I think, uh, firstly, guys, listen to our other fucking advice. I think it was episode two or one. I probably should be able to remember, considering this is only episode three. Um, But it goes back to the question Corey asked, where it was like, if someone's not interested in me, how do I know if she's playing hard to get or whatever? Err on the fucking side of caution, and absent of clear indicators, just don't fucking try. Yeah. This is is a tricky one, because there's a lot of, like, moving parts, because as a guy, if I'm attracted to a girl... I'm not going to go right for like romantic, you know what I mean? Like I kind of want to get to know her first and Mm. that's how friendships are made. Yeah. Um, so it sucks if, if those feelings aren't reciprocated by the lady 
um, when I'm trying to like instigate a romantic relationship and she's just like, oh, cool, a new guy friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And like Alex... Alex is asking, like, how do I how do I skip the whole like rejection part? Because like, if a dude makes friends with a girl with the hopes of turning into something romantic, and the girl is like, oh, sorry, I'm not interested. Yeah. Hopefully, they would be able to just sort of like get past it, shrug it off, and be like, cool. Well, then I guess we're friends. Yeah. Um, I imagine that's also not the case a lot of times. No. Um, so I I don't know. I guess for me, like practical advice is just like it's like training a dog repetition. So, like, you know, when any kind of situations where they're being, like, a little forward, and, like, you don't necessarily have to be like, yo, what the fuck, I don't want a bone, but you can, you know, there are ways to be like, eh, like, they're like, hey, come back to my bed, or, like, come back to my room, it's, we're drinking, you know, turn them down, or, like, if you do have a partner, you can, like, mention that, or, like, just, there's a lot of ways to just cut these things off when there are also other, like, polite ways that sound like yes but no right now if yeah. you know what i mean that's that's the trouble is you like, gotta be firm like yeah. don't really leave room for like them to imagine that you're saying it if, if that makes sense you know what i mean i've been thinking about this question a lot because i really don't want to give advice where it's the girl having to take precautions from men yeah well that's why i mentioned first for the guys to like yeah read what's happening and don't be that person who's pushing something when it's not wanted right yeah and i think also like guys Make your intentions clear. Like, I know I just said that the best way to start a romantic relationship is, is through friendship, but like, there's also a way to approach a friendship with the intention to carry it forward. Mm-hmm. Well, like, um, like, and like, it's. I feel like it's super rare nowadays to just sort of meet someone out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like, school and work and like all these places where you sort of like meet on a neutral ground. Um, if you then are attracted to someone or become attracted to someone, um, there's no harm in asking someone out for a date mm-hmm. before you ask to fuck them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, be very clear and be like, hey, do you want to grab a drink with me? Um, As a date. Yeah, yeah, like, make it very clear that it's not a after work, yeah, you and cause... me. And also, guys, if she's like, yeah, for sure, oh, that's the other people. Mm-hmm. Take the hint. Understand yeah. that this... Which, again, that might not be 100%. They, she might want to, like, get to know you, but still feel better around yeah. other people. But at the same time, it is a hint. It's towards a hint. And that could be, like, step one of two, where you realize yeah. that it's just going to be friends. And, like, friends are fucking great. Like, take that and be happy. You know what I mean? Like, you're never going to be upset with too many friends. And if you like someone enough, unless you just think they're attractive, if you like them enough, like, fuck it. Like, that's a pretty good other option. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think... I think being really clear on your intentions is... Um, on both sides. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's also like... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's harder. Like, you're in a more awkward position, like, when you're the one who has to turn down someone who, historically speaking, people aren't the best at taking rejection. Yeah. And know? it's also... One of my least favorite thing in the world is when girls would... Like, if I was on a date with them and I would invite them back to my place and their mm. first thing was like, yes, but we're not sleeping together. It's like okay, cool, like, that's fine. Yeah. But it's super strange to just, like, throw that out on the table. So, like, I feel like it would be so weird if, if like, a guy, hey, like... You for drinks. You're yeah. like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, it's yeah. like, we're not fucking. It's like, oh, well, okay, cool. Like, mm. I don't know if I was there yet either. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think I think the most important thing is, is for guys, make your intentions clear. For girls, um, also be open with communication. Like, communication is the most 
important thing, and I feel like it's going to be the answer to literally every question that yeah, we're asked. That's fair. Um, and don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, don't be a dick and communicate. Um, where I think it's it's one of those things where uh, if you get the vibe that a guy is is going to try to like make a move on you, just casually drop those like, oh yeah, I'm not really looking to date right now, or like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like things that. Um, hopefully any sane person would pick up on this is a hard question it is and the thing is if it if it comes to a head like don't be afraid to just be like look you know i really like you as friends and i don't want to you know because if it gets to the point where it's out there and they've kind of made their intentions clear and you fob it off a little bit and don't say like yeah i'm not interested i think again sadly a lot of people are going to take that as like i'll keep going yeah you know and don't be afraid to get yourself out of a situation like that, you know, cause you don't want to be in that situation where someone won't give up and you kind of live always knowing that they have an ulterior motive for like everything they want to do. And you've already said no. And they are like, yeah, but, and keep going. Cause that's not a healthy relationship. And I've seen that fucking happen. Yeah. And often it doesn't, you know, and well, like people can be, I think it's fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, and, like, I, she says, I don't know if I, I, I trimmed the question because it was kind of long, mm-hmm. um, but she does say that, like, she she enjoys being friends with men. Yeah. Um, so I think one of the things you could possibly do is also, like, make friends with dudes who have girlfriends. True, yeah. Um, and hopefully, like, everyone's secure in their relationship that that's not going to become a jealousy thing. Or ask your friends who are in relationships to introduce them or introduce you to people who are not shit. Yeah, to their guy friends with the like preface of, mm. "Hey guys, this girl's not looking to hook up with anyone, but she's cool as shit." Um, and I think you'd really get along. Yeah, I see. Like, uh, I I did. I was trying to answer this question without saying like, "Oh, so you have a boyfriend," which I also already did say. Or, well, that was if you had one. Yeah. Or to be like, "Oh, only hang out with people who are taken," because I don't want to be like you can't hang out with. You yeah. know what I mean? But, like, I, it's it's a shitty situation because I guess we're both imagining all the worst scenarios, right? Yeah. Where people are like, Rrr. I think that's the tightrope she's walking where it's like, well, she, yeah. She could just be an asshole to everyone. Exactly. And then be like, oh, okay, you seem to be cool. Now I'm going to be friends with you. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, I guess, and that's the problem is that when someone's being nice to you, then it's possible you read it the wrong way. Yeah. So, I guess this all just boils down to, like, be clear and, you know, try to not, you know, like, just make your intentions known yeah and then like um, yeah well we solved it <laughs> we, we fixed it nailed it that's it patriarchy over oh fuck I'm so glad we fixed that for everybody <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with one then yeah hit me with a question alright where the fuck okay so uh, what is the male equivalent of leggings or a low cut shirt I assume he do means... they mean like attractive wear I assume he looks at girls and is like damn that low cut shirt Oh, uh, okay. So and he is looking to reciprocate. It's the easiest thing. Gray sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. But Have you it. ever seen Broad City? And they're doing that thing where they just go down the local basketball courts and they, like, scope on people's, like, shafts swinging through those gray sweatpants? I haven't, but... It's hilarious. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's literally, like, basketball shorts and gray sweatpants, I think, are the, <laughs> the like, female equivalent, or, like, the male equivalent of those. You know what the best thing is? None of the answers say that. What? Oh, yeah. You know, okay, guess what? I feel most like of it's because we are. have a significant amount of vocal gay male friends. Because, like, that's how I know about it. Mm. I just from, know like, about it from Broad City. But also, I would never say what the main answer here is. What? Hold so on, let me guess. Let me guess. guess. Um, Article clothing, first, top or bottom? Where do you think it's 
top. Yeah, it's going top. And I think it's either going to be... You got you one. Oh, fuck. I'm so torn. Like, white dress shirt. White button-down dress shirt. <laughs> no, God, no. Oh. Polo shirt, one size too small. <laughs> what? Yeah. Is that a, co- like, frequently answered? Polo shirt. Preppy type looks are so hot. Polo one size too small. Or wife beaters while not looking like a criminal. <laughs> yes, polo shirts. But yeah, no, it just it's fucking like... Skinny, polo shirt, really? Skinny jeans or polo shirt. I don't think any of these people have ever gotten laid. Yeah. I mean, I think polo shirts are like the mayonnaise of clothing. They're, I like, think they're the worst. For like, like men's clothing, that is... It's the like... Yeah, it's like the, the fucking like diet pepsi yes of, it's not a dress shirt it's not a t-shirt it's it's like sort of like this weird you're an asshole <laughs> hellish like in between of those two things yeah, like personally i think it's the worst of all clothing options and i once had to buy one for work and i've never gotten over it ever i'm trying to see since we're in our closet or my closet right now <laughs> our closet <gasps> you can't let people know about that um, no i think i have literally disposed of every single polo i've ever owned in my life i think if you hadn't i would have had to leave yeah well you know what guys let us know do you what do you think the fucking male equivalent of leggings or a low-cut shirt is yeah also i love how he doesn't go with skirts or like tight dresses like i knew exactly what he was asking when he True. said it so like but it's, like it's a good choice i wouldn't go with leggings over a skirt or a dress oh i would i know you would yeah um yeah hit us up on twitter uh it's fck underscore buddies um let us know what your what you what you want to see dudes walking around in? What what turns your head on the street? Yeah, you fucking pervert, <laughs> sick fuck. Uh, ready for number two? Yeah, well three. You fuck. Um, your questions don't count. Wow. <laughs> uh, this one comes in from our friend Mandy, who we had a question in last week. So thanks for sending another one, Mandy. She asks, "Do you think that the fast food sex culture, uh, in brackets, fuck buddy acceptableness?" Of today's making it so people are becoming incompetent or incapable of developing deeper real love relationships. How has this impacted our society on a mental level, worthiness level, and our happiness level? I feel like it's the opposite. Where, like, if you lived in a place where you actually didn't, or like in a time where you weren't able to, like, have a bunch of fuck buddies or, like, you know, meet new people and, like, experience things, you just, like, met one or two people and we're like, well, we're married. That's a terrible thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you get to meet people, you get to develop, you get to, you know, realize what you like, you know, who you are, who they are, and, like, develop, and really then, after, like, you know, I don't want to say trying out a bunch of people, but, like, you know, you meet a lot of people, and then you can actually make a decision on who you like. Yeah. And I think that's very healthy and very good. Oh, for sure. And that's why, you know, the whole, like, casual acquaintances, casual dating, all this shit is really good. Yeah, yeah, I I agree 100%. Because, like, um, that's how I met my current, like, monogamous girlfriend was mm. we were in a, I don't want to say polyamorous because that wasn't the true situation, but it was, like, it was very much I was dating two other girls uh, and she was seeing other people and, and we were sleeping with other people and we had, like, clear defined guidelines of, like, what was cool and what wasn't. Um, and that constantly changed because we, we stuck in communication. And then it got to the point where where I was like, I, you're the person I want to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the best thing about that is it's completely genuine. Yeah. And it's like, I, have, I had like out the there, best fucking of, situation yeah. in the sense of like, I was sleeping with these like two other, I was sleeping with three amazing women and I realized that there was one person I, I would have, I, I belonged with mm-hmm. at the time. 
um, and still do. Um, and like, it's, it's hard to feel like anything other than a hundred percent assuredness that this person is making the decision, not because of some bullshit time ultimatum. Exactly. They've like, I made that choice out of my own free will out of like a position of really fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, like stuff. you like, and that's why we talked about before the whole timeline thing where like when people are like, Oh, we have to like, you know, be exclusive right now. Even if you're not like boyfriend, the girlfriend, like all these things. And it's like, if you're not, if you're doing it because it's a timeline, that's terrible. Whereas like, if you're both free and open and you still want to see each other, you have the ability to date or fuck whoever you want. And you still want to see that person. And then having had the freedom to like explore both your feelings for them and you know, your feelings for other people. And then you're like, yeah, I want you like, that's as genuine as it gets. Yeah. Letting, like letting things progress and develop naturally over time with no sort of like deadline. And it's one of those things where like, I think a lot of people are against this whole fuck buddy situation Mm -hmm. because they feel like not the podcast. Um, yeah, everyone loves us. (laughs) Um, I feel like they're afraid that they're going to waste their time with a certain person. They're going to like invest too much on one person and then they're not going to want to commit to them in the end. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be like, well, you know, fuck, I just wasted six months, two years, whatever with this person. It's like, but the, the, the defeats the whole part, but the whole point is that like, you're not waiting around for that person. Yeah. If you're, enjoying yourself if if you're with someone and they're sleeping with other people and you're not and you're just kind of waiting Mm -hmm. for them to hopefully pick you in the end yeah you are not in a healthy fuck buddy relationship unless you don't want to sleep with other people which is fine yeah absolutely if if you want to just if you're happy with that but like i I think like my my point is if you're waiting Mm -hmm. for them to make the decision to choose you you're fucked up yeah you're not in a proper fuck buddy situation because you it's imbalanced. You're putting and way you're too much. Be unhappy. Yeah, you're putting way too much energy and expectation into it, and you're not getting anything uh, in return. Yeah. And if if that's the situation, you you need to talk to your partner and be like, "Hey, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sort of like waiting around for you." Well, you should also like think about it first and why you're doing these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, like don't don't enter into a fuck buddy situation, hoping that you will change them. Yeah. Because that's when things fail and that's when things get messy. That's when people get hurt. Um, if you enter into this fuck buddy arrangement and you just, you know, come up with your rules where whatever they may be. Um, and it's both like, Hey, I, I'm not going to sleep with other people. I'm not really interested in that, mm-hmm. but I'm totally cool with you doing it. Um, and yeah, I'm, and if, and if okay I meet someone that. else that I, I end up clicking with, I'll let you know. And then, then you'll know, like you're mm-hmm. splitting time with me or just both be open. You know? Yeah. I, I feel like a hard and fast rule is don't do what you don't want to do. So if you're sleeping with somebody, you know they're sleeping with people, you don't really want to, but you do it because you feel like you have to. I could hear you swallow there. That was great. <laughs> but yeah, if you're like doing it because you you know they are and you're like putting yourself out and doing these things you don't want to do, that's not going to be good. Yeah. Same thing. If you are like holding off because you feel like whatever, but you still want to see other people, like just do what you want to do. Like make sure you're happy with your half of the situation. Yeah. Or the scales have to be balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're into something as sort of as, as vulnerable as you are in that position, a lot of people think that like the fuck buddy situation is devoid of emotions and, and, and relationships and everything, but it's not, it's almost more mm-hmm. involved than like a monogamous committed relationship because like you have one person that you're focusing on. 
Whereas if if you have multiple partners or your mm-hmm. partner has multiple partners, um, you, you're siphoning. I think you know the the energy is getting siphoned off into er- different areas, yeah. and you have to you have to make sure you have enough in your tank to fuel that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you have enough in your tank to to maintain a relationship with one person, then you should be in a, per- a relationship with one person. Mm-hmm. If you if you have enough to like spread around and and deal with like the jealousy and the inadequacy that might come up yeah. when you see who else your partner is sleeping with, if you've got that in the tank, great, go for it. Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, we got another question in from uh, Diana uh, that was a bit, a bit vague, but it was basically like on this topic and it was how to deal with emotions when you have a friends with benefits situation. And I think that you just feel what you're feeling. You know what I mean? I don't think you should like, Oh, I can't feel this. Cause you're going to feel it anyway. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is an issue with like friends with benefits or like fuck buddy situations where you feel like, like I've, some people I've been in those kind of situations with, they almost feel like they can't, have any really like any emotions or anything it's like in fuck gone which is fine but yeah. like some people they're like scared to be like civil or nice or anything and like that's also i think a bad fuck buddy yeah, situation that's super like, toxic you just fucking like enjoy yourself go enjoy like have fun with people if you have emotions fuck it talk to them if it's not tenable and have another one you know what i mean yeah. if it is tenable like because you never know it might actually develop into a good relationship or it might not, but either way, if you're lying to yourself and pretending you don't have these feelings, or if you're just refusing to like enjoy yourself and have like natural fun with somebody, you're not doing it properly. Yeah. There is something to be said though, that like jealousy is going to come up. Like yeah. if, if you have, if you're sleeping with someone who is sleeping with other things there, there's going to be times where you'll text them, you'll send that booty call out and they're not going to respond as fast as they normally do. Mm-hmm. And like, you're, you're going to start thinking like, Oh, he's fucking someone else. Mm-hmm. Or and then you it's bump like, into them with somebody else out on a night out. Yeah. Um, and jealousy is, it's such an okay emotion to have. Like it's, it's just as valid as being happy or sad mm-hmm. or angry. Like jealousy is a thing that happens naturally to human beings. It's definitely okay to feel. It's how you act on it. That's the thing. How you process jealousy is where the sort of like negative connotations come up because that usually funnels into a different emotion that people are more familiar with. So it's usually funneled into either sadness or anger. Mm-hmm. Or um, both. Sad anger. Yeah. The that, worst that, kind of anger. That's sad oh. rage. Um, and what happens is you know that like jealousy isn't allowed. So mm-hmm. you like compensate it with a, an emotion that you yeah. think is a little more acceptable. I used to have really bad jealousy issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't one of those things where like I would ever get mad or tell my girlfriend or my partner I to not do something or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, would, it would manifest itself in in like feelings of inadequacy. And I would feel like I was, I, I couldn't compare to those people. Um, and then I, I started seeing someone who was in a polyamorous relationship and she explained something to me and I was like, and it, and it made sense. And she was like, anytime I felt jealous, she said w- about like her partner, anytime like he was doing something or seeing someone that was, you know, really attractive and she started to feel jealous. Um, she would like turn it inwards and be like, why am I jealous? Mm-hmm. Do I have a real reason to be jealous? Um, and if she does, and if it was like one of those things where it was because he was doing something that was kind of malicious, mm-hmm. then she'd be like, okay, I have a valid reason to be jealous. Yeah. I'm going to address it and he's either going to fix it and stop it or he's not. And then we're going to have a problem that's going to escalate. Stem- stemming from that. Or is it just like, I'm self-conscious about yeah. something. Or is it one of those things where she's younger and I'm older and that freaks me out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and you process that. And, it's, and if it's not a real issue, if it's not something that they're doing wrong. Yeah. Or if it's something that you're also doing, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people miss that in the fuck buddy situation oh, where it's man. like, never be a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. In any situation, like look at their situation and put yourself in their shoes for a minute and wonder if you're doing that yeah. because I fucking hate, like there's nothing worse than someone who, you know, you're at a movie and they're like, whoa, fucking like that actor is so hot. Like Jason Momoa, so hot. Like, all the girls are saying it and then like you know Daenerys comes on everyone's like oh yeah that's hot and your girlfriend like shoots you that look yeah like, you don't said- sexualize Wonder Woman but it's okay to sexualize Aquaman well like if they just said Jason Momoa's hot and you say someone else hot and they get yeah. pissy and you're like you just what the fuck and that's again a jealousy thing which like don't do it guys I'm really upset that you went with a Game of Thrones reference and I went with a fucking DC Universe reference you massive loser what's even worse <sighs> was I was trying to think of your man from Die Hard and could not remember his name Bruce Willis that's the one <laughs> what I don't know it was cause this was an actual thing that happened and Bruce Willis was the guy but could not remember his fucking name <laughs> I forgot it out of spite and jealousy fuck you Bruce <laughs> come at me yeah, don't you're so bald and angry oh man Bruce Willis would beat the shit out of both of us yeah cause he's so much more streamlined doesn't have hair holding him back it's true I'm getting there <laughs> I have a ways to go I don't I don't think Bruce Willis has a beard either yeah cause he just doesn't want to like yeah. that air drag right he is too fast you could shoot him too out of a cannon too even I don't was he in no, no god in... I fucking wish oh I don't know what's going on in those movies anymore Everyone does Nobody it. knows what's going on in those movies in anymore. Tokyo Drift. Wasn't there a hologram as the main character last time? Oh, Paul Walker joke, really? Uh, no, I like actually mean it. Didn't they like fake a bunch of... I take this back now. Oh, God. Did, like, How dare you? He was America's sweetheart. I, I Yeah. I think he was American. I'm pouring one out on your floor as we speak. <laughs> oh, dope. <laughs> um, another question? Yeah. Um... I have <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a minute to like lighten things up because okay. I don't know if anyone listening has ever trawled through like the sex advice or dating advice parts of Reddit or any kind of online forum because in general it's like eighty percent like just the depths of misery like the worst shit like oh you mean like the day that Paul Walker died? <laughs> if you look through the shit, it's so much misery. And then there's a little bit of actual real questions, real advice happening on. And then there's just some really, really fucking funny shit. So the first example is something that was not meant to be. It was not meant to be funny. I don't even know why I clicked into it because I'm pretty sure we cannot give advice on this. And the question is advice on how to not get nauseous around my husband's semen. And it's not even just a during blowjob situation. It's a, if he comes inside her, like vaginally or anally, or comes on her, apparently she throws up, right? Oh, no. So I was like... Even like in a condom? uh, He doesn't like how they feel because he's an asshole. Um, But anyway, (laughs) what's great about this is that she goes through this whole thing and like, you know, goes into like a lot of details, like serious answers, please. I feel really bad about this. And like, it's a pretty solid question every single answer has uh they misspell seamen as seamen like like the sailor like they're sailors but every single fucking one and it's so good it's like i used to hate seamen too 
And now I get nauseous around seamen, like, only occasionally. And I'm like, why is everyone so racist against people who are on the seas? Why is everyone hating? Also, I can answer this question. It's super easy. Tell your fucking husband to wear a fucking condom. True. Well, she does state that she wants to do, like, she wants, it's his fetish, or it's actually her fetish to become on, but she can't do it. That's not your fetish, then. Well, I'm yeah. Sorry, I'm like, sorry to tell you. Like, your fetish usually <laughs> doesn't make you run to the bathroom. Yeah, if, if you're she, vomiting because of your fetish, it's not your yeah. fetish. She helpfully tells us that uh, running to the bathroom to vomit is a mood killer. <laughs> Figure that one out. I don't know. That's kind of my fetish. And then... <laughs> I'm just going to read this one out. Keeping it fresh. All capitals. I like to play a game with my girlfriend where I spread her butt cheeks, pucker my lips, and blow on her butthole like a tuba. I have her try to guess the song. We laugh our heads off, and there's a turn on. Good rainy day fun. And this is by... This is by Big Dick Daddy 00000001. Because there's that many Big Dick Daddies on Reddit. God damn it. And then in the... In the <laughs> in the further details, he says, "Have fun and give playing Stevesy a try." So I guess he named it too. Is that what? Or is Stevesy the name of a song? I don't know. Oh my god, I'm looking it up right now. Or was he talking about like Stevie Wonder? I don't. I that's what I initially thought, but I don't know. Um, right now, Stevesy. The only thing coming up on Stevesy is some sort of um, Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> what the fuck is that movie um, about? It's, uh, oh, Steve Z, Aquatic Life Unofficial. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole right now. Mm-hmm. But you better believe I'm going to go down it later. <laughs> Literally. Tuba style. <laughs> yeah, so those are just two I found and laughed my fucking hole off on the way here. Oh, no, if your hole's off, I'm going to go play Steve Z later. <laughs> You're just going to do Tim Whistle. Hey, this is a question before this gets more depressing. Yeah, this is getting weird. Um... Oh, well, it's not going to get any more less depressing. Holly from Facebook asks, What are some things that you've done slash ways you've treated women in the past that you'd never do today? Or what did you grow up thinking was acceptable and now you know isn't? They're turning the the lens on us. Oh, shit. They're turning on us. Fuck. It's been Um, three weeks, guys. This is such a good question because I really had a hard time answering it. Um, But I narrowed it down to two things. Well... My answers, I'm pretty sure, isn't what maybe the point of this question was. But, like, I, when I started dating people, like, I had my first girlfriend, my second girlfriend, even, like, my third, if not fourth, I would always, like, be a massive pushover. You know what I mean? Like, if there was an issue, I would always, like, work to fix it or work to make things okay, even if I was really sad. Like, I didn't have the, like... I don't know what the word is, but, like, I wouldn't stand my ground at all, and I would always just try and make things happy in the relationship, even if it just made me miserable. Mm-hmm. And lately, I've just stopped doing that. You know, if there's a problem, I'll bring it up, and I'll talk about it, and I won't try and, like, sweep it under the rug, and I won't just try to, like, take the brunt for the sake of the relationship and make right. myself miserable. And I know that's maybe not what people want me to say, but... That's the first thing that kind of comes to mind. All right, I'm going to get into mine, and we'll mm-hmm. see if that sparks anything Yeah, probably will. Um, so the first thing was, and, and like, I'll, I'm going to clarify this because it's probably not going to be what, again, what you think. Um, but I grew up, as I know now did, because we talked about this briefly the other day, where like 
Niall and I both grew up with um, really, really strong women and a lot of female friends. And, like, my mom's the most empathetic, compassionate woman ever. She's um, so lovely. So I I never, like, we, we didn't fall into those traps of, like, catcalling and, like, unhooking bras and shit. At least I didn't. No. Um, and, like, throwing, like... Shit, like uh, shit? not shit, uh, like shit, like what throwing. The fuck uh, school did you go like, to? Rolled up paper down girls' shirts and stuff like no. that was a big thing, um, and like snapping thongs, like all that what bullshit. The fuck school did you go to? I, I grew up in Brampton. All right, That's fair. I know that doesn't mean a lot to everyone, but like, it's the fucking worst. Um, so like, I grew up with a lot of girls who dealt with that bullshit, so I knew not to do it, and mm-hmm. that kind of like translated to college when I lived almost predominantly with women. Um, so I knew everything that women had to deal with on a daily basis. And I actively tried not to contribute to that. Um, but on the flip side, um, this happened a lot when I was a lot, when I was really young, um, like teenager to end of college ish. Um, and I would project like this, uh, this like era or aura of like perfection onto women and i would assume that like if i was if i was romantically interested in you you were perfect Mm -hmm. and then i would feel so betrayed or like disappointed if you did anything that i deemed was not in that like category of perfection um and i wouldn't take it out on them or anything you know what i mean but it was just one of those things where like um there was sort of like my first love in in school um growing up i found out she was like doing drugs and smoking Mm -hmm. and in my world, like that was bad. And I just couldn't believe that she was doing this. And like, instead of hanging around and like maybe seeing if she was okay and like helping her or, you know what I mean? Like adding something to our relationship. I kind of like fell back and felt sort of like, she's not who I thought she was. (laughs) And it's such a shitty thing to do. Mm. Um, because like they were always them. And I, they betrayed, like, this imaginary version of themselves that I had created. And then the, the, the second thing that I did um, was that, like, I had no chill. And I assumed that I could sleep with everyone. And but I know that sounds like... Wrong? Well, that's the thing. It's like, I I grew up always having really, really good success with, mm. with women. And it never really made sense to me. Because I was never, like, all that popular. But I could still, like, make out with more or less anyone and it was always just a matter of me being like want to make out at lunch and like it would work um and i and like it kind of transitioned later in life so once i broke up with my first like real long-term girlfriend of like Mm -hmm. four years and i was single again i was sort of like the world's my oyster and all of a sudden it was like everyone i met was this potential sexual partner as opposed to like a potential friend or a human being Mm -hmm. and i wasn't absolutely shitty to these people but i was like i never really stopped trying to fuck people (laughs) and it was one of those situations where like someone would send me a message and we'd be like hey do you want to like go to the movies tonight we're like we're all going and be like well, I will if, like, if you're going to, you know what I mean? Like, I would, like, always try to turn every fucking mm-hmm. conversation or comment or invitation into a possible in mm-hmm. to possibly sleep with them. Yeah. And I imagine that was exhausting for the women in my life. Probably, yeah. Um, what? I, like, I don't know. I can't imagine you were too bad about it because, unless no. there was a different Dane to the one I know, but. I mean, it was, it was one of those things where I, I like. I would have been way more successful if I just fucking turned it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I had just 
knew the difference between the time to be suggestive and flirty and be a normal fucking person. Mm-hmm. Um, those would be my, my two answers. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that one thing that's actually like, I would love to have been more open in my first relationships about like period stuff. So like that, my girlfriend wouldn't have had to feel like that was just her thing. You know what I mean? So like late, like, you know, later on in life and you're in relationships and it's like someone's period and they're not feeling very well and all that, like they tell you and you know, you'll make them a cup of tea or get them a fucking hot water bottle or whatever. Whereas like when I was a kid, when I had like my first girlfriend, I was like 15, she'd be very like self-conscious about it and wouldn't like to mention it. And like, I was happy enough to kind of just like, I guess I felt intimidated. Like I didn't know enough about it. So yeah. I just, you know, and it would remain that way. It was very separate. And you know, I just feel like that's kind of shitty. Yeah. You know what? I think I, if I could go back in time, I think I would have, I wouldn't have been such a character of myself. Or like yeah. a, like a caricature of myself. Um, there was a time, like 2013 ish, where mm-hmm. I was like, I was real fucked up, and I was doing real stupid shit, um, and I kind of became like a cartoon version of myself, mm-hmm. um, and I I projected sort of this persona out into the world, and I think it really alienated a lot of people. It uh, it definitely like neutered a bunch of my relationships and like potential mm-hmm. relationships, and I remember getting drunk with one of my coworkers one day and she was just I was like I was saying some bullshit nonsense that I was you know what I mean like talking about like oh I slept with a girl I don't remember who she is and it's mm-hmm. like that's not true I remembered who she was it was just some okay. bullshit like bravado that I was doing um and I remember she was just she just looked at me and she was like you're not an asshole like I don't understand why you're trying to be an asshole mm-hmm. um well, I think that's a really good piece of advice is that, like, never try and be an asshole. Yeah. I know a bunch of people who specifically set out to be assholes because, inverted commas, girls like assholes. Yeah. I'm like, no, fuck yourself. Like, yeah, I, I was stupid as shit. That period of time where I was doing that sort of stupid bullshit where mm-hmm. I was, where I was like portraying this stupid asshole persona, I had the least amount of sex that I've ever had in my life. Mm hmm. Um, and I, and it, because it was so like, I didn't even believe it. You know what I mean? So I was just like, I was just this big walking, like cardboard cutout of who I thought Mm -hmm. I should be. And it was just, it was just cause I was so like damaged and so upset and so invalidated. Um, and like that group of friends and and that person who told me that advice really helped sort of like break those walls down. And that was around the same time that I met you. I I ended up sort of like reconstructing myself into a a 3d version of myself where Mm -hmm. I wasn't just this stupid, horrible nightmare, like evil timeline me. Um, so I guess the the takeaway here You're is... You're delivering the laughs today. Yeah, it's fucking... It's a funny one. You thought it was going to be funny after episode two? Fuck you. First one's dating. Second one's sex. Third one is depression. Yeah. So uh, I got another question here, and uh, it's pretty vague. And I would ask that if anyone sends stuff in, you know, make them a little bit more specific. You know, give us some detail. We could... Yo, give us that dirty, dirty detail. <laughs> Everyone... So yeah, anyway, this is... What is the difference between... Love and infatuation. Oh, man. And how Like how do you tell? And I'm going to let you answer first because my answer is brief and angry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real philosophical here. Infatuation is when you need someone. Love is when you want them. Shit, son. Wait, drop this mic right now. Shit, son. Oh, that was breathy. I got way too close. Because, um, like, if you meet someone, like, you can't love them. 
Yeah. You have to know somebody. There's, there's that romantic notion of love at first sight. And you can reflect back on it after you've been together for three mm. years and be like, yeah, I kind of knew you were the one. That's one thing. But you but, didn't because you just saw them were like, they hot. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. you know, you literally, you can't tell what someone's voice sounds like, what someone smells like, what they feel like, what they do in a given situation, how they get on with your family, your friends, you, yes. how they react with anger, how they react with drink, how they fucking sleep in the bed. Do they snore like a motherfucker? Do they flail with their legs and wake up screaming in the middle of the night and grab your fucking nostrils? Like, you don't know this Ooh, shit. That was night terrors, though. Uh, that's, that's also, also Dane's fetish. <laughs> this is our new segment called Dane's Fetishes. Dane Facts. Um, but um, yeah, like, you, you don't know these things. So yeah, you can look at them and be like, wow. You can meet them and even be like, wow. But like, you really don't know until you've been with someone for a while. Yeah, it's like falling, like looking at someone's dating profile or like Tinder profile and being like, I'm in love. Yeah, no. but then you meet them and you're like, oh no, shit, you're, you're actually a 38-year-old dude instead of Claire. So this isn't really a question, but I think it's going to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, it comes from Kyle, our good friend Kyle off Facebook. Uh, and uh, he wants us to tell our worst hookup stories. It's going to be a two-part bonanza. I'm going to go first. I'm and sure then... there's going to be more than two fucking parts. Yeah, um... I'll do mine this episode, and then Niall do his next episode. And if we if we keep coming up with them, we'll oh just God, we'll just we'll do fucking... it every episode. We'll and yeah. also feel free to send yours in, and if it's oh, good yeah. enough, we will we will share it anonymously or otherwise. Yeah, with the world because I've heard some and they're fucking great. Um, so mine would be this would have been the second time I became single, and it was my first or second. No, I think it was like my third Tinder date ever. And Tinder for me was this like magical thing at this time because I was having real good success on it. On my third date, I, I was with this girl. She was really sweet. She was really funny. Um, she was like this small town prairie girl. Anyway, we went back to my place and it was it was getting hot and heavy. Uh, and then she she was like, close your eyes. I was like, okay. Oh, I know this one. And she's like, sit down. I was like, hell yeah. So I sit down. Um, and I hear sort of like the rustling Oh God. Don't get tactile yep. on us. We're doing it. Um, of clothes and like a, a, a zipper zips. Yeah, hold on, I got this one. No, you're not even wearing a zipper. You're oh, wearing shit. sweatpants. My oh. clothing has been getting more and more comfy and He's more wearing... and more informal to the point where I don't even think we can go to a bar after this. You're wearing the male equivalent of leggings right now. I know. Um, anyway, so I hear, I hear this zipper zip and I'm like, cool, clothes are coming off. Great. Um, she gets on top of me and I'm like, all right. She's like, open your eyes. So I do. And she's got a fucking knife. Uh, and she's, it's like this, it's like one of those Ikea, like solid sort of like 10 inch fucking kitchen knives. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, it's a knife. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thank no, you. Uh, thank you. I know that. Like, um, oh, phew. I thought it was an axe. God. Why? And she's like, oh, I'm into knife play. I'm like, what the fuck is knife play? And she says, oh, it's when we cut each other. Like, I'll cut you a little bit and you'll cut me a little bit. And I was like, no, no. Um, so I ended up faking a phone call from my mom um, and pretending like I forgot that she was staying over because of like a business flight or something. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot my mom doesn't like me getting stabbed by strangers. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I was like, oh, no, I forgot my mom's on her way. And it's like, it'd be so weird if I had a first date over here. While she cuts me. Yeah. While we're just bleeding profusely over each other. Um didn't she get more specific about where she wanted to cut you as well? Oh, yeah. No, she like once 
she like described what she wanted to do. She wanted us to cut our tongues down the middle <gasps> and make out in a bloody goddamn mess. I will say that not only does that sound so unhygienic, but also like tongue is up there with dick and eyeball on top three. <sighs> don't cut me. Yes, places don't. like yeah. what the fuck? It was the most terrifying. Well, not the most terrifying. There was a. <laughs> That'll be another one. See, there we go. We already um, have two, at the very least. And uh, and so once she's on her way out the door, like, I'd say maybe like two or three minutes later, I get a fucking phone message, like a text message. A phone message. A phone message. <laughs> one of them telephone messages. Um, and it's just a picture of her holding her knife. Jesus. And it's not even a Please picture of her. Still have it. It's not even a picture of her. It's just the knife. She showed me the knife. <laughs> um, I don't. It's That was a phone that's long since died. Um, oh, it's so good, but so bad. That's my story of one of my worst hookups. But also, if you're into knife play, let us know, because I can't imagine more than this one person does. Yeah, maybe. It's my idea that she's gone on these dates, invested time into people, and then after like a year or two has dropped like, I've been waiting for two years to cut you. And they dump her. And now she's just stopped trying to wait as just, just throwing it in. down every single time she meets someone because she needs to get out of the way. You know what? She never threatened me. Well, that's good. Well, is not I the mean, act of mounting someone with I, a blade not implicitly threatening? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure did. if I did that, I'd go to jail. Oh man, please guys, don't pull knives on your dates oh, ever fuck or no. on anyone. Just don't no. just don't pull knives on anyone ever. No. You can maybe ask about it if you're into it, I guess, but like nobody is into it. Yeah, it's just this one fucking lunatic. Oh man. I'm sorry. I'm not going to kink shame you, you fucking mad bit. No. Um <laughs> But yeah, if you're into it, like do let us know because please, please I actually know. would like to know more about this because I've never heard of it apart from this story. Yeah, like I, would, I don't know anyone who is into it or anyone who will admit that they're into it. To be fair, we could just Google it, but I'm so scared yeah, of no. what I will find. So instead, send us messages on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, save our mental purity. Um, we're gonna wrap it up, uh, but before we do that, we got a little uh, little housekeeping to do with you. You know what? One day I will remember any of our addresses. Um. But we are now, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, so if you could uh, pop on over to iTunes and leave us a rating that would and be a great. review and subscribe, that would be the best. That would be the fucking best. Um, you guys are already the best, so like, honestly, thank you for listening, and thank you for the feedback and everything we've gotten so far. We've had a whole bunch of people subscribe, and we really appreciate that. Uh, it, it helps us out, you know, we'll make more of these, um, and we just like really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, if you have your questions, send it over to fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or over onto our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash fckbuddiespodcast, or tweet us at fck underscore buddies. Also, a uh, big shout out to Josh Eagle and Harvest City for our theme song, uh, Paper Stars. So our latest nugget of shit from the depths of the Danverse is as follows. Women are more sexist than men. Nailed it. Oh, Dan. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, my name is Dane Miller. And I am Nal Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. Sit tight.